All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Georgia Songbirds. We are actually back at the bird's nest. It's been a while, and we are here with Swish. Yes, there you yourself, Swish. Yes, sir. I'm, not, I'm happy to be in the bird's nest. <laughs> and it feels good outside. And I'm warned about the family cemetery as well, so I'm not I'm not freaked out. <laughs> you you say that now, but you guys come at the time of year, which can get dark. Yeah. So we may be talking by the the Mac, and yeah. you'll see nothing but that light and hear things all around you. No sir. That's why I put my um my manager and my other artist over there. <laughs> so they can know. run. Fast. Yeah, they'll let us know what's going on. We'll kick them down and then leave. Yeah. That, uh, tell about who you brought to. Um, I brought my manager Bex. You want to say hi from over there? Yeah, they barely heard you. My um, other artist, my fellow artist, Guapa Tank. That's my other boy on the mic. <laughs> and then me, Swish. Now, um, you're the, actually the first kind of rapper that I've had on here. Really? Yep. So, nice. I mean, everybody hears me talk, and I guess they're afraid to come on. Come on oh, with no, me. Like, I don't care. I mean, you can bring whatever you want to up here. And I told you guys that before, too, is the way this always works is it's always just to promote artists, musicians, anybody has got to do with music. Yeah. And with a podcast, I have no regulations. I have no rules that I follow. So I just, anybody wants to come. It doesn't matter where you're at in, in your field, how long you've been doing it. If you just get started, if you've been for 20 years, I don't care. Mm -hmm. If you're local, independent, and you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, no, I'm not really ever faded away from that because me, myself, I'm kind of from North Georgia a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she's from Valdosta, Georgia, and he's also from North Georgia. So we're kind of used to a little Southern yeah southern accents and everything like that <laughs> so no i don't shy away from that but honestly um when i started off doing that i was a rapper so i'm glad to be the first rapper on here and i've kind of like pushed a little more towards like pop punk mixed with rap okay so um not always known as the rapper around here but i'm more than pleased to be the first one on here <laughs> well tell her what kind of influenced your style who kind of influences you um when i was growing up i want to say when I would like work at my family shop and stuff, I would listen to like 97 One The River. So it'd be a lot of like classic rock, but okay. then it also mixed with the hip hop because that was like what was popping at the time. Hip hop was just now coming up to be one of the number one genres in the okay. world. So um, I guess it kind of just mixed up in my brain. And then I didn't even know that I mixed them at first. Someone would, just came up and told me like, yo, I like the mix of stuff. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just making music, dude. I don't know. Um, but yeah, everyone tells me I really have a good mix and I think it is due to me listening to listening to old classic rock and then also getting that influence of hip-hop coming up i about to say because if you're listening to 97 one the river you're not listening to exactly pop rock at all exactly but it's funny because now some of the stuff that you hear when i was growing up it was it was on the rock channel now it's on the oldies channel exactly and um i don't even listen to country but a lot of people that do listen to country won't well like my mom and stuff she's like i won't even listen to country stations anymore because it's more yeah. pop than country which is kind of crazy to me because i like the newer country songs a little better i like the old ones mm -hmm. don't get me wrong but the newer ones i think i just like the beat behind it because it mixes up between country and country pop and, and that's what they did that was different is they changed it they put a beat to it so yeah. now you got the artists that are going and they're just using loops yeah instead exactly. of actual drums and you know again it's music it's doing something because it's selling so exactly like, and i guarantee you they probably record that to like a country beat and then send it off to like a pop engineer and just throw a different beat behind it i'm sure yeah nowadays of course you can, have you ever been in nashville and seen some of the studios they got up there oh yeah they can do everything up there we actually um one of my close buddies, he's a producer and engineer at, I forgot what school it is up there, but um, it's a studio on Music Row, 
and Belmont. Belmont, that's right. it. Yeah, and he works out of a big studio. What is that studio called? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the studio, but it is a pretty big studio up yeah. there. And we got the chance to go up there for a whole weekend and just record in like the huge studios that um, I think Bob Dylan, like, uh, dang, what are all their names? Now I'm losing it but really big artists have been up in there and it's just really cool to see what they get to work with like the um, mixing room is actually like the size of like a basketball court in some places so like I was like performing the song as I was writing it and that okay. just gave me such a better like influence on the music because I felt like what it would feel like if I was performing it so I think it just brought so much more energy and it was just cool to see that that you mentioned Nashville they just have so many different things and something in Atlanta like they do you know and <laughs> we got Google over here. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is it? Columbia Studio A. Columbia Studio A. And we went to B one time. Um, dang, I wish I would have known. Johnny Cash. Sorry, I can't believe I forgot that. But Johnny Cash um, recorded in one room, and I didn't even know that until I got done with the song. And I was just like, no way, bro. Like, Don't know if I used any of the same equipment. I'm sure I didn't. They might have changed it. But yeah. it was just so cool to be able to feel that presence after you heard the name like it's it's so funny when you do that see like for for me with like the opposite i was played have you guys been to red light cafe before in atlanta red light cafe i think i've heard of it but no we haven't been it's a little place over there by um centennial park i think yeah um but i was on stage when anti came in really i didn't, I didn't know who he was oh so, really so, yeah no oh, dude hi, 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 nice to meet you'll you. walk <laughs> up in atlanta and not know you're right next to one of the most popping like in pop culture stars that you would know like i yeah. went up in i'm not gonna lie i think it was a strip club at like three o'clock in, in the morning and it was about to close mm -hmm. and i look over and i thought i saw riffraff but it wasn't it was just another white boy with like dreads and stuff but it ended <laughs> up being a really cool dude we linked with him his name is uh g fresh and i actually we got to talk to him a lot and he's got a lot of big connections that mm -hmm. i would have never known if i wouldn't have actually like dove deep and look in, looked into him but we just ran into him at the strip club you know <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever had a conversation with another man at a strip club but hey yeah. Hey, listen, hey, we were leaving, man. We were leaving, dog. We were leaving. Everyone was going out the back door, and I was like, what's up, Riff Raff? And it wasn't him. <laughs> so you say Riff Raff. My old thinking is like, oh, that's what they used to call the uh, heathens and stuff, the Riff Raff. Really? Yeah, that, that, that was, was actually a thing back that's then? A, that's the name of what they called them. And it's funny. I used to work at a strip club years ago. I was at like, the door and the bar back, and I did all that stuff. Wow. And when I met my wife, I was working there. And... She's not a stripper, so no, no, Diane, so, if you hear this, yeah, oh my hey, God, yeah, there we go. But He's calling you up. I was, uh, <laughs> took her out to eat, and so I had all these ones because that's how they paid us. We, mm -hmm. we got paid through through the uh, dancers. Yeah. And so I had all these ones I'm paying. I like, where you been to strip? I was like, I told you that's where I work. So <laughs> I didn't work there much longer. No, that's actually hilarious because we just had a <laughs> client come through, and we make them pay like a um, – to our studio shout out progression records there we go Sorry. anybody <laughs> want i tell shout out anybody yeah but we have one of our um really frequent customers and he came through put the down payment down like over cash app or something like mm -hmm. that and when he got there he was like at the end of his session i think he owed like 65 more dollars and he's like so all i have is ones and we're like why do you have ones you were at the strip club he's like well let me tell you a story so <laughs> cheetah in atlanta actually has a really good kitchen like their food there is really good mm -hmm. and i think it's called alluvia alluvia and yep. um so he went there and ordered food and he was like i kind of got bored waiting in line so i just went and cashed out a couple hundreds and got them all ones and then he's like then my food came out so, <laughs> so i had to leave and he's like so i gotta pay you at 65 ones and i'm like 
dang, okay. And then I had to pay like my lawn guy the next day. And I said, bro, I'm not going to lie. All I have is ones. <laughs> and he was like, I'll take them. And I handed him, the, handed him this like fat stack of ones and he just took it. So, I mean, stripper money gets passed along really quick, I guess. Hey, money's money. It's <laughs> exactly. just as easy. If it's green, I'll take it, man. Even blue. Yep. Now, yeah, like blue. we're out here in the gazebo, guys. So we're outside. You guys look over there. That's my, my daughter running with her little puppy. Oh, that's the puppy, puppy I saw in the background. Yep, that's that's Apollo. So she's probably trying to keep him from coming up so he may come see us. No, dude, we love folks. She loves puppies, Bex. Who doesn't love puppies, right? Oh, but no, nah, it's extra. She might just stay here if it's cute <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, it's got the bluest eyes really? as, a, as a puppy. Oh, we had a husky that used to live with us, and it had, like, crystal blue eyes. Mm -hmm. But there, she was so crazy. Yes. Like, she would tear up anything. This. Oh, is that a husky? Is that that's a full-blooded oh, husky. Yeah. Wow. She got yeah. that for Christmas. That was her Christmas gift. Get the zoomies. Is that, that's what she called yeah, it, too. No, that's zoomies. what it's called. Yeah, it's for <laughs> real. No, hey, listen. Do y'all have a window that goes up to the roof? Like, mm -hmm. at all? Okay, so um, huskies are actually known for getting on top of roofs. So she'll pull up a video, like, later <laughs> when she can. And it's literally, uh, we came home in our driveway, and our husky was just standing on the roof waiting for us to come home. <laughs> and, like, it is a long drop from the top. But it was just, she was just chilling. It's funny. I had a uh, German Shepherd Husky mix when I was younger. I was oh, about wow. their age. And I taught him to play football. No. So every time you would say hut, he would jump up and pull you down. And I was, I was playing sports. I was in football weightlifting. I had big buddies come over, and I had a friend. And I said, say hut. Watch what he does. Oh, he's not going to do anything. <laughs> and, this, and my friend was probably about 200 pounds. He's 6'3". I was like, watch. Say it. Hut. That dog jumped up and yanked him down by his head and then just no. kind of grabbed onto his arm and didn't bite him hard, but just enough to keep him down. Yeah, that's like, hilarious. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we I've used had... to wrestle in the pool with another friend, and I would take my friend because he hated when you get in the water. They're very protective. Mm -hmm. So he's like freaking out that we were swimming. So we'd wrestle and we'd take the, we'd see the dog come behind the other one and we'd push the, push each other back to the dog. So the dog would start gnawing on your head. And get out <laughs> of the pool. That's hilarious. No, I haven't had any cool animals like that. My animals are just rambunctious. <laughs> I swear I'm, I'm, I'm not, I love my animals, but definitely bad at picking them man like one of my cats it sounds like a monkey her name is sweetie i have a cat named swisher and sweetie because swisher sweets you know little cigarillos in there uh but she just sounds like a monkey instead of a cat all night her cat trouble has doesn't it's not very loud it doesn't have like i don't know what somebody clipped his vocals or whatever but it doesn't meow very much and i'm not a cat person at all but they will not leave me alone yeah they, they just like force themselves on me oh they'll know if you don't like them because then they'll show you more attention I, for sure that's, that's what they do i'm not, I'm not yeah exactly exactly i don't like animals in the house i grew up like outside so i'm used to having dogs just run you know yeah. you can't do that anymore because it's got more people around but that was just see there goes a pot of I hope he comes over here. <laughs> Shy, they want to see Apollo. They want to see Apollo. Does he have a can? He does. That's awesome. <laughs> I sometimes run around with cans in my mouth. <laughs> Me and him are going to get along great. <laughs> Red Bull cans. <laughs> so, yeah, we got her that dog for, for Christmas because she, she wanted a dog. And I was like, okay. Well, we had to wait because we went to Bama Huskies. Mm -hmm. So that's the ones who, who uh, provided him. And they went just to visit. And they happen to have one male puppy because I told her no females. I don't. I don't want to get yeah. spayed and have to worry about puppies. So you can get a male. We can get neutered later. Yeah, but she got one. Are your kids in music at all? Um, my daughter is. She plays band. They're twins. So Cheyenne and Gibson. Gibson's oh, okay. named after my guitar. 
Oh, so for real. He likes to dance. He actually was a pretty good dancer. I don't know where he got it from because I can't dance for shit. No, me either. But he likes to dance, and she's in the band, and she did take some course at mm. one time too. Cool. Yeah, I can't dance either. But I also used to be like 330 pounds, so <laughs> I used to, I was not made for moving back then. So mm. my my bones aren't like that now. I just <laughs> I do a good rock back and forth in the club type thing. But other than that, it's been a little struggle for me. We even paid for like very professional dance lessons and I just pissed them away, you know. <laughs> it's funny. We went dancing. I took my wife dancing one time at uh, Cowboys when it was still around. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a gay guy dancing behind me. I didn't know. Yeah. My wife, everybody's laughing. Like we got back to the table. I was like, why are you laughing? You had somebody dancing behind you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this is Apollo. Apollo. Oh. Hi, Apollo. No way. I would sleep on you. You like a pillow. <laughs> no way. Look how tiny his face is. Okay, you want to do that? You want to lay some bars down real quick, Apollo? Cheyenne, this is Swish. Nice Thank. to meet you. And back. Oh, I didn't know the step wasn't there. I didn't either, bro. You're all good. He's so soft. Yeah, I know he's fluffy. Right? Way tinier, like, without the uh, fur than I would think. <laughs> The dog is taking over the podcast. Yeah, no. He, <laughs> animals do that. But uh, people love animals. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, sure. you, you got to have – I grew up having dogs, and, I mean, if you, inside my house there's deer head where we got from hanging up with my grandfather's and my dad's. Mm-hmm. And my son did not like it. My oldest, Wyatt, he did not like it. The deer head? Like, yeah. it would scare him? Yeah, so yeah. I, I hung it in his bathroom, so it looked at him and we took a shower. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't I don't hunt. I just can't do it. I, don't, I have no problem with people that do it, don't get me wrong. But, like, I just couldn't shoot a deer. I don't know. I think I'd feel bad right after. I can eat the deer. <laughs> but, but other than that, uh, yeah, no, nah, dude. If I shot one and it hit it, I would be like, oh, man. Yeah. I just killed Bambi. Yep. Shout out to my homie Bambi, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, but yeah, no, I couldn't do it. So, I always had this question: Why Swish? That's a unique name. What what made you pick Swish for you? You know, there's honestly, um, like throughout my career, I probably have a deeper meaning for it now. But at the beginning, it was kind of like a thing. I was, I used to be called something else back in the day, and then so I actually smoke a lot of weed. So mm-hmm. um, my friends would always give me Swisher packets. Okay. So they were going to call me Swisher. And I'm like, that's so lame, bro. <laughs> you you got to call me Swish. And then like, I just rode with it ever since. But it's even better because on Alexa and stuff mm-hmm. like that and Google Home, you have to say money sign wish. Like, cause it doesn't <laughs> go with the um, format that they put in. Like, it'll okay. just pull up wish. So if you say like, um, hey Siri, play money sign wish uh, drunk part two it'll be like okay playing dollar sign wish drunk part two and then it turns it on so that's a cool little thing that we're about to do see i can't google because my accent is it's really? a game that i play i will google i will like text to drive and then send it to see if you can figure out what the hell i said it won't pick up your accent not everything it's weird one time I, I i told my wife like to i said go get some uh paper or something and it sends somebody like justin bieber i'm like what no so way. I, just, I forget it i was like i'm like you gotta that. talk to it more you actually gotta like start interacting with it and then it'll start to pick up uh you would think so yeah. oh you're <laughs> like i've tried that you would think so that's hilarious you would think so no i don't do the alexas anymore in my house because it started talking to us they're taking pictures too really and they they can record anything you do in that house oh that's crazy because my wife is military so oh really there's she's uh, been in for 20 years six years now hmm. 
but yeah, they can. That stuff is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I <laughs> big you brother gotta always know watches. It. Yeah, you got to know it. But I mean, hopefully they're not uh, worried about the kid in Atlanta right now. Right. <laughs> so yeah, they got um, better things to do. <laughs> exactly. And um, I got I literally tape over all my camera things like on my computer, and she <laughs> always does the Zoom calls like when we called you, uh-huh. and then I'll go through a whole session and look at the computer, and the camera won't be covered, and I'll like run it up, and I'll be like, "Yo, you have to flip the thing <laughs> down. You have to. I don't like when people are watching me." But then again, I have cameras all over my house, mm-hmm. so it's like they're probably tapping into that. Your phones, yeah. your TVs, anything that's smart. Yeah, I don't do Face ID, which I mean probably doesn't matter anymore. Right. <laughs> they're scanning everything. So my wife has like a a, a, a Volkswagen, a newer Volkswagen car, mm-hmm. and I swear the thing got hacked because really? all of a sudden it would just not, it wouldn't work. Her door kept going going opening. It said her door, like door is ajar, you know, and it's like it's closed. And she had like the the parking brake kept coming on. In the middle of a red light, her car would stop and the parking brake would engage. Or the what? windows would start rolling. I mean, it was like possessed. And nothing was recalled on that thing? Well, no, she took it back, and some of the motherboard that they replaced, it was bad, but that was it. It wasn't recalled. Dang, no Luckily way. Luckily, she had to pay for anything because yeah, it's nah. still in a warranty. But they kept her car for probably two months because of, they couldn't get all the parts for it. Wow. Yeah, no, nah, because they're shipped over from, what, yep. Germany or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, so, not here. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, um, I haven't had any bad car troubles, so. I'll knock on wood for that right, one. Dang it. Dang You're it. surrounded Dang, by wood. I you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, You're driving home, not me. <laughs> We're going to listen to one of your songs. What I'll do, I told you, is I will cut it into this later. I'll just bring it in from the computer when we have a better time. Um, so what song would you like to, us to hear? Okay. Um, and I'll play it so I can listen to it. Yeah, you're all good. I'll do it live. Uh, let's later. do my first one will be I Don't Want to Be With You. Okay. Bex loves that song, so we'll listen to that. Now, I'm a songwriter, so I want to know the story behind it. Okay. I don't want to be what you be <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's really just like when you're fed up in any type of relationship, you know, because a lot of my songs tend to like fade to love stories almost, at least talking about a girl, because I think that that can relate to a lot of people. But okay. most of the time it comes from a different story. So like any type of relationship to where you just get fed up with it and you're just like, I don't want to be with you, you know, like. I don't even want to deal with it to the point to where I need to cut it out. You okay. know, it's like you don't even want to solve it anymore. Let's just. And then it, at the end, it kind of gets towards my petty stuff because I will admit I'm a pretty petty person sometimes. <laughs> I'm still working on that, but it'll show like that. You know, I'll probably throw some shots back <laughs> when, even though I forgot about it. I'm still gonna be thinking about it because I'm so petty. So. Well, let's listen to it. It's, I don't want to be with you, right? Yep. All right. Again. Right, so, right, let's go. I don't want to be with you, 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 be
was a slave, fuck up my schedule I got way too much to handle Paparazzi make you scandals Conversations get dismantled, but Actually, I got one thing for them right now Make sure you get this <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm like sitting here trying to have big, but keeping it in control. Like, it reminded me of the old 90s stuff that they would do, like the mosh pits. And exactly. And That's what I love, man. Honestly, I think the thing that I like back then that I relate to the most is everyone sounded like they were addicted to Marlboro cigarettes. <laughs> like back in the day. I'm telling you, I don't know why. Like, I don't, I used to smoke cigarettes probably when I was like 14, just being a dumbass little kid with my yeah. older friends. But like, I was like, dude, I want my voice to sound like that. So I was like, maybe I need to smoke a cigarette. Whiskey <laughs> exactly. No, I don't do whiskey. I don't do whiskey. I'm a vodka guy. She does oh, whiskey. I but can't do vodka. You like whiskey? I like whiskey better. Oh, whiskey. I bought some one of the big old bottles of the Jesse James bourbon mm -mm. whiskey. Oh, that I can drink. No, I, it's like and rum. I, rum. I like rum. It's just too smooth for me. And sometimes, like, I'll just drink way too much of it to do that. Um, but whiskey just sits on me. Like, if I drink it, I feel like it's just sitting on my stomach all night. And usually, I'm out dancing or something. Or not dancing. I can't dance. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm out there jumping around. So it's uh, it's like I'm shaking it all around in there. I bet they got a video of you dancing too, don't they? Oh, <laughs> they have a lot of bad videos of everything. <laughs> they could really blackmail me for a lot. But loyalty, did you say it's working? Loyalty is it. <laughs> <laughs> loyalty is everything loyalty is everything <laughs> yeah no like you said uh <laughs> like you said you were at the club and that dude was dancing behind you yeah um we have a few uh gay best friends and like you know when I, i'm i'm not gay you know just like to put that out there but i have nothing against it at all i have a lot of gay friends and when i'm with them i do tend to act a little more feminine than <laughs> i do i don't know why i just do it's just like all right fuck it i'm gonna have some fun like you know and one of my friends bambi who i talked about earlier we all went out to miami went to club live and i was doing this thing called poppers with um one of our friends and it's a uh, it's basically just nail polish like with scented stuff in it and you just smell it almost like all night but it gives you this like head rush it's it's legal too it's not illegal they sell it at like gas stations but for some reason i'm telling you like it made it turned me on like to everything turned me on like it was so wild i was dancing on everyone i grabbed my homie and i like i was completely joking around but i grabbed him and he, he was like the next morning he's like yeah swish grabbed me around the waist and pulled me back and he said, well, if this kid wants it, I'm going to give him the ride of his life. <laughs> <laughs> and I died laughing because I didn't remember any of it. And he was like, yeah, bro, I'd push you off me at one point. I'm like, dude, that stuff. There were some dangerous times <laughs> yeah. when you don't remember. I, exactly. I was at Cowboys. All of my stuff went to Cowboys. And I had a, my friend was a DJ. Mm -hmm. And I was so drunk. They were buying me shots. And I've been drinking. And so I sit down. He had like a little booth. I went up there in his booth. And he had like a little closet. So I sit down. And he asked me a question. He goes, Jesse, I want to ask you something. That's all I remember the conversation. <laughs> That's all I remember. 
<laughs> and yeah. I woke up because I'm sitting in the thing like, what the hell? How long have I been here? Those are the worst because you have no idea what you did that night. I woke up. At, we went to Valdosta. Okay, so let me just tell you, we're in Atlanta. So drinks in Atlanta are like $12 at cheapest. Like, yeah. And I'm talking beer is probably $10. It's yeah. not cheap. So she took me down to her hometown, Bexted, to Valdosta. And they have penny shots. Like you, they don't even. They're free. You can throw a penny up there if you want to, but other than that, like it, they'll give them to you. And like, I remember going to the bars, getting a few drinks, and then I woke up in a bed with a, what was that? A German Shepherd dog or like a Doberman <laughs> or something on top of me, like looking at me, and I'm like. Yo, how weird did last night get? <laughs> I call Bex and I'm like, I'm like, where are you and where am I? She's like, oh, you're in my friend's bed. We just laid you down there. And I'm like, thank the Lord. <laughs> like, I had no idea whose house I was at, whose bed I was in, or anything. And See, that's when he should have put peanut butter in his underwear and the dog would have had a field day. And then rubbed it all over the dog's <laughs> collar or something. That would have been terrible. That would have been so bad. Yeah, I've done some pretty embarrassing things when I've blacked out. I think I urinated in one of my best friends or well, ex-best friends uh, uh, kitchen or what is it? The table that you sit at the dinner table. I peed all over it. I didn't mean to. I was blacked out, but I woke up in the morning and cleaned it up, mm-hmm. but it was already dry. So it's like I didn't help him at all. So I've had some bad nights so yeah. going out really sad. <laughs> <laughs> See, cool. I, 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 I stopped doing that because it's. I'm too one. I'm too old. I got kids, so I have to behave yeah. as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you wake up in weird situations, yeah. and you're like, "Where the hell am I?" I woke up under the porch one day. What? I woke up outside. But to be fair, I was mixing shots, and I decided, okay, let's mix everything I have. Yeah, for sure. So I put vodka and rum, oh, tequila, awful. and Mountain Dew, and I don't know what else is like a uh, peach snob, and this uh. stuff regulated and got hard and i drank it don't ever do that yeah no nah. <laughs> i woke up under the porch outside you can't go around flames after that you might just oh, catch on fire oh i did a fire <laughs> it's like fireball. oh dang here's another it's, story see i told you we're gonna get yeah. way off story. it's all good so my wife had some um i think it was bacardi 151 i took i was like watch i'll make a fireball yeah. so i went outside and I lit the fire, and I blew it, and the thing came back on me and burnt my mouth. No way. So I have a question. When you told us a story about how you slipped and fell on the driveway, did you really get stuck to the driveway? I drive? did. No way. Because we were like, we don't know if he was just being sarcastic, like he just hit really hard. But I'm like, nah, I think he really no, got I stuck. My, that driveway you guys came up, yeah. I knocked myself out. And I was, we were, I was probably 19 years old, 18, mm. 19 years old, and I'd come back home. Uh, with a friend of mine, my mom was here, and I was like, okay, we're going to go. For whatever reason, I thought it was smart to come up here in a snowstorm before I left. Yeah, no, and terrible. I got stuck because yeah. when it snows up here, you can't, can't get leave, down for a while. No. So me and my buddy made the best of us. Let's go skating. So we go down there, and we're on tennis shoes, and we stand on the top of the hill right there by that tree where it curves around. It's like, let's go. And then you just let gravity take, no. take control. So we did that, and I fell, and I hit my head. I remember because I heard him calling my name he's like jesse jesse i was like what i was like i've been calling you for five minutes he's like no you haven't i just failed what's the matter and then i was like help me up and then when he went to pull me i was frozen to the ground 
I was like, no. oh, shit. <laughs> what a terrible friend. He left you there that long. <laughs> <laughs> he went sliding down in front of me. He couldn't oh, stop. Oh, that's hilarious. It took him five minutes to get back up to me. Dang, that is so wild. That's um, like a Christmas story where he got his tongue stuck on that uh-huh. pole right there. I would never believe <laughs> that would happen. Ass. Yeah, exactly. It was your ass. It was <laughs> Took it right against the kerosene heater and I thawed out. So Dude, that is wild. I haven't had anything like that because I haven't really been in that much of snow. Well, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, my dad had a friend that was like such a goofy one like dude and he always picked on me and he was like eat that snow over there the colorful one's the best (laughs) and i was like all right and i went over there and ate it and it was pee bro it was yellow snow you know they used to bully me so i'm been through the ringer (laughs) when i was five four or five i remember this because we used to have i usually lived in uh putnam county south georgia Mm -hmm. in eatonton and we had like 18 acre little farm had cows and chickens and all that stuff and we had this barbed wire electric fence and my grandfather and his infinite wisdom to teach me not to touch it so jesse put your hand and your knee on the ground and grab that okay papa yeah electrocute the hell out of me oh yeah i remember crying yeah not we had to touch it again though yeah i don't like electric fences i ran into one i used to ride dirt bikes Uh and i ran into one and then it like flipped me over into another one and i just like shocked (laughs) on it so yeah i don't like electric fences uh don't go near one if you gotta pee yeah that's what i heard if you pee on it it'll go up continue to pull all of it out of you Woo. It pulls it out of you? Yeah, I had a buddy did that. Dog. That'd be a cool slow-mo video. <laughs> <laughs> just see the waves. It just, it, it couldn't stop. I guess it's like yeah. squeezes or whatever, and it just, you just keep going. What? So, until uh, you're empty. <laughs> Yo, Guap, we might have to try that. <laughs> a couple cacti's, <Right. laughs> a couple cacti's and a TikTok yeah. film. <laughs> <laughs> you get banned for sure. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, do you you guys talk about social media? Do you guys have uh, a favorite one that you use? I know it's kind of one of those. Good lord. Um, I mean, TikTok is really fun. I will okay. tell you that, but it is a lot of work because so many people just do TikTok these days. Mm-hmm. So they, and we're trying to hit TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just to keep everyone updated. But we've recently been focusing on TikTok a lot because okay. you, if you're going to do TikTok, you have to put it at the front because it's so much editing, so many takes. Like literally, me, I kind of, I'm not lazy, but like I, if it takes good to me, I don't think it's good. But mm-hmm. like Bex, she'll take a take like a million times. And it's not like no hate, but it really does matter. Um, right. And me and Guapo will take a few. Guapo does take a little more than me, but... Yeah, I'm probably the one over there. It's like, oh, yeah, that's good. My hair will be all messed up, be terrible. But, you know, TikTok is the one we're probably focused on the most. We actually have a day that's, like, curated to just make TikToks all day. Like, your brain is just fried at the end of the day. But, I mean, it's what you got to do. We make, like, 14, 15 of them that day and then just post them out through the week. We'll literally change outfits in the middle of the day (laughs) just to see, make it look like we took up a different day, I guess, so people don't get bored. Right. But... Um, it will tire you out. Like it's ridiculous. Um, as much as I do love social media, I'm, I didn't grow up like on social media all the time. Right. So it's kind of like work now. It's not like I go on there for leisure unless it's like I'm looking at dumb videos. Mm-hmm. But if we're working, it just kind of it's like why am I doing this part right now? I want to record some music, but it's cool. Now, do you get to do music full time? Is that your full time job? Yeah, but it. 
luckily it is because I surrounded myself with another like form of income with music. We actually have a, a studio that we, so I purchased a house back in August okay. in, of last year and renovated the whole basement out to two studios, a lounge and an office. And so we've just been running it out of there and it's been some pretty good income for us. And also I went to school as a sound engineer to be a sound engineer. And so I get um, mixing opportunities, mastering opportunities, but um, I don't really engineer anymore, except okay. for my close friends, I will, just because that is not my, like I'm, I'm really good at it, like, but it's, I can't do that and record every single day. Yeah, it's it just tedious. drains you. Like, and my friends know I engineer, like even Guapo, I'll record Guapo because like, you know, we're just like, we are family. So it's like, I just will record him and whenever he wants but he's learned to do it himself because he knows that like if i sit in there all the time and just engineer i won't even put best or put forth my best effort when yeah. it comes to making a song i'll just be like dude i want to get out of here <laughs> now for for your style of music like you don't play anything right you said you don't play no i don't well i mean i'll mess around with a few keys on the piano and stuff but i would never play it live <laughs> for sure <laughs> thank god for technology and loops so so how do you write your songs i actually um well, I started off to where I actually had an in-house producer okay. and we would make he would make the song from scratch and I would do that and then we kind of had a falling off and went our separate ways and now I'll work with different producers, but honestly, uh YouTube has been a really good outlet for me and I've found producers that I just click with on YouTube and I'll like be, get like really personal with them, so okay. they'll send me the tracks that they don't post. Um Guapo has a bunch of people that'll send him stuff and if he doesn't like the beats he'll send it to me or if I think a beat is good we'll send it to him. But we'll just get the beat and then I'll literally just sit there with it and like ask myself what the song is really saying. Because the way that I work melodies is I kind of make the note a word, if that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'll try to see what it sounds like and then write it from there. Okay. And then whatever tangent it's on, I'll just take it with it, you know. So, so you just play off, you sing off the loops and you just write off the. Oh, yeah, for right sure. Yeah. Now, do you ever freestyle anything? Oh, all the time. Good, Especially because when we're going to do that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. You won't, I'll have to set you up so you can walk yeah, in. Yeah, I need a drink for that. But, um, I, I don't freestyle a lot just because I haven't, I don't rap as much anymore. I obviously will kick a freestyle, just, especially since I'm on the podcast. Yeah, so. I'll find a random beat on YouTube and we will see what you got. Okay. Me we'll and Guapo can pass off. We can pass off back and forth. <laughs> Guapo is a really good freestyler, too. We, uh, I think last weekend I was at a party and I called him on uh, the phone and I was just wasted and I was like I was like Guapo we're in the car freestyling drop us some bars and he dropped like six <laughs> bars that were hard and we all went nuts over the phone <laughs> dude it was lit but um yeah we freestyle mostly when we're drunk so <laughs> I think I do too <laughs> yeah exactly everyone does but, hey don't get it fooled though Bex is a really good rapper she is don't lie is she not Guap oh, sure, she really is she can write really good no, for uh, sure. She's got her own lane. So we can get her up here to do one, too. Oh, she will not do that. No, she, but, hey, we can clip in one of her songs. Hey, she's going to send a video of you twerking. You can send a hey, video yeah, no, if she does that, I'll send you all the songs that uh, she's recorded. <laughs> I'll get one on uh, a hidden camera of her freestyling and send it to you. I got Perfect. it. Sorry. Don't send the twerking video, please. <laughs> Don't listen to him. <laughs> Please send it. <laughs> All right, let's hear another one of your songs. Which one do you want to hear next? Okay. Um, do we want to switch it up from alt rock, or you want to keep it? 
Let's do um, Lil Sum on my. It's literally. Type in Lonely Boy by Swish, and it'll be on that album. Are y'all over there fighting mosquitoes? I was like, how are any bugs out here right now? Right. There's probably just flies. I know. Just random something. All right, I'm on the Lonely Boy album. What's the which it's, one? It's uh, Lil Sum. It might be. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So tell me a story behind it. Uh, this one is actually one of my more like deep-hearted songs that I've written about my life. So I'm either really gonna hop on the track and write a sap track, or I'm gonna write a sad track, like to where I'm like talking about how I kind of hate life, but at the same time I don't. But um, and then this is like more of like my past. Okay. It's showing um my rap side to where like yeah i can i can sing and everything but this is how i started you know this is what my therapy was when i didn't have anyone and i was only 13 14 years old when i was going through it so yeah. like to not have anyone at that age and to find something that i could turn to and like have no judgment against was the microphone so it's kind of like this is just me releasing what was on my heart at that time and see i'm glad you said that because that just proves the point that it doesn't matter what genre you play mm -mm. songwriter is a songwriter whether they they rap, they beatbox, they they yodel, yeah. whatever they do, it's part of who they are. Yeah, they will always be part of who they are. It has to be the story. Like the best songs, other than like you know the commercial songs, you mm -hmm. usually come from the heart, and yeah. and that's the type of music that I like. I like honestly the songs that you would hear played. Like I always tell people in the grocery store, you know the little real sap songs that like are like. Um, Green Day and uh, what are the the Owl song? What is their name? Owl City, uh, Fireflies. Fireflies, yeah, stuff yes. like that. Like something to really get you in your feelings. That's my type of music. Like, have you seen the medleys they, or the mashups that they do with those on YouTube? I haven't. I, I've seen the mashups, but I don't know if it's with those. I'll like, have to show you one yeah. at the end too. But remind me, and I'll show you a mashup of like Limp Biscuit and Fireflies or whatever. No, they way. have something on there. That's I've awesome. seen it. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I just really like getting into feels music. I okay. think that's what, because music was just so emotional for me at the first start. So mm -hmm. if it's not emotional for me, I don't connect to it like that. Unless I'm drunk, you know. <laughs> and then I don't really care. All right. Well, let's just. You don't know me. And I don't know
leads into another track <laughs> but yeah no i really like those beats that like because if you had it like plugged up to a sub it just like the bass takes over more than anything i'm really like a drake type beat you know what i'm saying it, which sounds so basic but like his really slowed down piano sample in the background and then like another vocal is just like perfect for me to rap on that that brings me to an interesting question too about it is like is it set up like the same song i mean like like the aab core stuff or do you have do you set up for the drop uh yeah i mean honestly i wasn't very like inclined when it came to music stuff like that mm -hmm. at the beginning so i kind of like figured it out in my head like what sounds right but i would say that i just kind of wait for the drop so like if a if it starts off light and then it comes in heavy then i'll put a verse in the front and then drop it a hook when it comes in heavy because okay. it like it's like a choir thing almost at one point but um really it's just how if the song sounds good then i like it you know i really don't have a big thing with structure unless it comes to a song where it needs structure okay. like that one right there it had i think it i don't even think it had a hook the long gone had like maybe at the end like where i repeated it a couple times but sometimes i'll just throw in like a bridge at the end and people call it a hook <laughs> so i mean yeah. if it sounds good i'm riding with it so well because it always it always make like like i'm a songwriter I, I like to study that stuff yeah. like because rock music is a lot about licks and a lot about the, the music and then mm -hmm. country is more about the stories and then but even like with r&b it's storytelling too yeah but it's there's so much just different music inclination that you have with it that it's it's it interests me because I've never tried to write a pop song mm. because I've always written to the guitar. I've never written to uh, music, yeah. you know, just like loops or anything like that. And so it's always fun for me to try new things. Yeah. And I like, to, I like to get ideas how to do it. Yeah, I guess I'm a, like exactly what you said. Once I hear like the loops and the melodies, that's when I'll catch on. Yeah. Like if I'm there, I like to be there while they're making the beat. But like once you get like what loop you're gonna be in and everything, and then they're constructing the beat together, I cannot be there. Yeah. Cause like if I hear that beat like on weird parts over and over again, I'll get so tired of it. No matter like <laughs> what beat, I swear I've had some of the coolest beats, and then I'll just sit there and go back and back and back, and I'm like I cannot do this anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, I have been with people that write to like like what you said to the guitar right. and stuff like that and I've started to try to do that but you know it's hard in Atlanta find well it's not hard but finding genuine like guitar players in Atlanta that are really good at what they do we've been blessed because we're in the pop alt scene so like I perform with live bands and stuff okay. but you know most people that are in bands these days aren't available 
at 11 at night when I got to record. Everyone's got, I mean, I swear, like, my homies just have, like, IT jobs that are, like, in a band that are just complete rockers. And I'm like, you have to go to what in the morning? And he's, it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I, he, like, wired my whole studio together. And he's, I'm like, damn, I forgot. That's what you do, man. But we actually ran into a producer, Shy Suber. Did I get that correct? Shy Suber. And he is so talented. Plays piano, guitar, um, like switches it from classical to modern trap like it's really good so i'm kind of like venturing out into different ways of writing at least trying to break it down to where i can just write to the guitar and then add everything in it like everything later but i am big on i think a lot of songs should be sat with and you write to them not like a freestyle like like what you said like i'll freestyle and everything but I almost just now recently within the past year recorded songs where I'd punch in like I'd get a beat and then randomly go in there and then try to make Mm -hmm. a whole song to it just because I like the depth that it gets into when you write with it. You can sit down and change like the basic word to a complex word or something like that. And I think Bex kind of really pushed me on that too. Like she makes sure that we do stuff out of the box. Like she's like, when you get in there, make weird noises. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's <laughs> like, just make weird noises behind the alleys and see what happens. Like, and it ends up being something cool or it ends up being something terrible, but right. we know that we can go in there and do that. So I think it's like my whole team kind of pushes me to be different mm-hmm. when it comes to that, not just stick to the same thing every time. Well, you got to stand out. Yeah, for sure. And I think that I'm pretty, I'm still kind of early in our career, like me and Guapa are still pretty early in our careers to like cement ourselves to one thing, you right. know, like, cause he could be the best country singer and we never knew it. You know what I'm saying? Like he sings it really good, but you know, like he likes When pop. he comes on the show, we're going to find out. Oh, he can't. <laughs> hey, tell him to sing Tennessee whiskey. That's his, oh boy, buddy can kill that, bro. <laughs> Literally every time I'm drunk and we're like, we'll be around like people, I'll be like, Guapa sing Tennessee whiskey and we'll, we'll be like in the middle of a hotel lobby and he'll just like belt it out and everyone like turns around and watches it it's awesome yeah he's a he's the singer singer I'm just like the punk singer I'll come in and yell on the mic if you need me to <laughs> hey there's all kind of styles I mean look at the Beastie Boys how they did yeah. their stuff then you got Kid Rock we were talking about Kid Rock earlier mm-hmm. it's all if you stand out and you actually put good music out then I think it, it helps I yeah. mean because it's hard to find a lane that's not already been done exactly. i mean you talk about tennessee whiskey he took that from metal king mm-hmm. yeah know? i mean it all comes from somewhere man yeah. all of it i hate how people get so mad sometimes when they're like oh you ripped off that and i'm like dude oh, they all your are. favorite song <laughs> it, like we found um he did it all over again <laughs> what was the bryson tiller song was it don't uh you gonna have to do more than just say it tory lanes that's what it is um but we were in like forever forever 21 and linux and i was like oh they're playing tory lanes in here and then it was the original song yep. from like a way back then but he copied the whole bridge like he just added in like one word and we were like buddy probably got that sample and his label was like yo just say the same thing and just, <laughs> just say it in a different tone and then just rock with it bro well and, sometimes there's nothing needs to be changed in the song that's, yeah that, that drives me crazy sometimes when they take a song that's great that's why I don't do a lot of covers because, I mean, I can't make these songs any better than they are when they yeah. come out. So, I mean, you have to do them when you have to do them. But I think that if you take, like, Stairway to Heaven, I've heard it done, and it's kind of a bad example because I heard Dolly Parton do a version of it. It was really good. Yeah. So, but I'm trying to think of, like, a song that you wouldn't think of. Uh, like, in this moment, the song Horror. Okay. Yeah. I could not imagine anybody besides her doing that song. Yeah. 
exactly you know. luckily uh, we've been blessed to not do a lot of covers like when we perform uh-huh. now we i love doing covers because i just record them and like record a video of me doing them yeah but other than that we've like been blessed to have really genuine fans that'll like pull up to all of our stuff and it just keeps getting bigger so people want to hear our music rather than um other covers and stuff that's good yeah and plus we don't i mean we sound like a lot of commercial or a couple commercial artists mm-hmm. but there's no one that would be like like you said, I wouldn't be comfortable just going up and doing covers of right. a lot of people compare me to Machine Gun Kelly, obviously. Like, um, so when they when I do covers, I like them, but I wouldn't just want to get on stage and do like four covers of MGK and then right. like I do my song and they're like, uh. <laughs> 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 they're like, yeah, do the covers. <laughs> but um, I have no problem with doing covers at all. See, that's interesting because like with. A regular singer-songwriter scene is mm-hmm. that it's opposite. They want you to do the covers. Yeah. So how many songs you get to your original? How many have you written? A lot. A lot of songs. How many have you forgotten? A lot. <laughs> a lot of songs. No, really, um, honestly, we have so many together and so many in the vault that when we do concerts, like, I have to have the show mix, like, at least, like a week before is kind of late, but I will listen to that. Um, show mix until the day of and there'll still be songs in there where I just I don't know because like I might have recorded the night before and made a whole other banger and Mm -hmm. um, it's just stuck in my head I'll even get on stage and um, there's definitely a couple moments that are recorded in our last Axis um, iHeartRadio new artist like finale we did that me and Guapo will like make eye contact and I'll be like what's the word? And like, he'll just be like singing it for me. And then I'll like, I'm like, hell yeah. And then I'll jump back on it and the crowd goes crazy. But dude, definitely have ran into moments where I just completely forgot the track, but I'm very big. I teach him all the time. I'm like, bro, if you mess up, keep going. I don't care if you keep messing up, but just keep going. Cause if you stand there and act like just completely cut off everyone's going to be way more confused than three-fourths of the people in the room that don't know your music just go back to the hook oh exactly but the thing about it is in like the hip-hop pop scene you have backings behind you and it's not always like you're running it through like the best soundboard not best soundboard but soundboard engineer like luckily we got on to joints that will do that now like that really know what they're talking about so i would have the back going and i would be singing the wrong verse but over the speakers it would be coming out the backings of the other verse that's going and we would look at the live stream that was happening and it just sounded terrible like live stream was just completely bad because you hear one thing coming out the speakers and then i'm saying something completely different so is it what yeah we did one we won that series just to shout that out right there um we actually are getting iHeartRadio has given us a radio campaign starting the week of Christmas mm-hmm. where they're going to spin us, spin one of our collab songs and then, um, you know, let us do like a three minute pitch on iHeart. We'll go in there and pre-record it and they'll run it through the radio okay. see if the radio likes it. And if they do, they'll keep spinning it and everything. Um, he actually, it was a really big goal for us this year. We thought that they already did that for us. And uh, we called them. They were like, we haven't done anything for y'all. But one of Guapo's songs just got in a like a organic spin on the radio like a big radio That's station cool. not just um i think it was iHeartRadio, radio like their xm channel uh-huh. 
And it was so cool to see that, like, because as an artist, that's all you dream about. No, yeah. ma- no matter where the radio, like, as much as I don't like the radio these days, like, because it's just kind of washed up. Mm-hmm. But if I heard my song on the radio, I'd listen to the radio every and, day. Yep. yep. And as I hear that all the time, like, oh, I don't want to be on the radio. I'm, oh, no. I'm too, you know what? That I don't care what you say. You just, yeah. you just said it. That is a big, big accomplishment because, one, they actually report to the PRO, so you're going to get paid. Yeah, you're actually going to get paid. You know? If you have everything written yeah, down, if you so have everything right, get your contracts to. right, artist, please. <laughs> Good Lord, I'm so sad to hear. I'm too tired of hearing that story. Yep. And the so, label's messing me up. No. <laughs> well, even for independent songwriters, because yeah. if you're doing, like, I've got a song that's cut with a, a lady in Pittsburgh, or she's cutting it now, Miss Freddie, and it's, it's I've got it all set up for PRO. That way, when she goes to to sing it anytime she plays it out live yeah as long as the venues actually report like they're supposed to exactly i'll get paid i have some dj friends uh and i won't shout out names for this but i know some uh djs that will like jank or jack like a song off of youtube and then run it through their dj system instead of because i didn't know the djs went through a certain program so that our license will be every time it gets spun in the club you kind of get like a at least the royalty goes to it, like stat-wise. I don't know about the money-wise, how much it'll be, but yeah, he's like, yo, I'll just strip it off the internet. And I'm like, you better download that motherfucker. (laughs) I'm like, you better download that and get me streams. But he's like, I got you, I got you. But it's because I remember back in the day, we used to do LimeWire, I think, to get all of our free music and everything. And now I just feel like shit because all those artists weren't getting paid anything back in the day. Just like songwriters more than the artists. Exactly. Um, But now that I see how much we get paid per stream and people aren't buying like physical albums anymore, it's like, damn, I, I probably made... Like I probably lost Drake about ten million dollars back when back like ten years ago that I just downloaded all his music like pirated. Uh, it probably had the wrong beat over it sometimes, but you know, it's just how it goes. But I learned to respect it a lot more now. I try to pay for everything, you know. Well, that's the thing. Like with Spotify, I mean, they don't pay much at all. Oh. But it's like it's not even pennies to the dollar. No. It's like zero 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 eight. I think the best one is Tidal. Do you know Tidal? Uh, yeah. Um. And title, like as much as I do love title, if if I had, I do have the money, but I put it in different places than I would put it in streaming services. But title is just so expensive. They have it for free now. They yeah. do have it. Uh, well, for some reason, my account won't do that. So Jay Z, will you please lift that? Because <laughs> um, I'm trying to listen to it for free, but it's like the lowest one. Other than that, is twelve ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. and like it's just like dang that's so taxed but they do end up paying the artist the most yeah. i don't know if that's still up to date but the last time i checked i think they do pay at least a cent is it or is it tw- it's not a cent yeah a tenth of a cent so it's point zero zero one two yeah. or something like that yeah but that's still cool you know at least they're trying to give the artist as much as possible yeah and what gets me on that stuff is like where when you're streaming your music i mean that like with I, when I'm starting a radio station soon, the Jewel yeah. Songbird is going to be a radio station, okay. and I'm going to go through Live 365 because they already pay all the PROs. I don't have to. I pay my monthly fee, and it's covered. I can pay whatever. I can play whatever music I want. Really? So I'll have like a country hour, and I'll have like uh, your hour. Like I'll do like pop, alt rock, whatever, yeah. rap, whatever I want to do. I yeah. can do it, and it pays you guys. And that's why we've been, you heard the Have You Heard that me and Jordan are doing. Mm-hmm. That's why we're trying to straighten that out. So, because that's going to be like a live call in show kind of thing oh, that okay. we do at the time. Okay. And you I can just stream it in there for them. And then they get paid 
whatever they get paid. I mean, but at least they're getting something. Oh yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I didn't know that they would keep track of that. Do you have to like submit the music you're playing in any form or it just knows that you're playing? When, when you're on that, it's automatically known when you do through live 65. They, oh, so you set up like a playlist right there right. and they know that you're running right. it. Oh, because that's cool. It's, it's however they track that stuff down and record it. They know because yeah. they've, they've got a couple different, um, software programs that, that will run it. Yeah. But live 365 was the only one I found that would pay the PROs. Wow. And, because when you start trying to pay CSAC, I mean, it gets expensive. Yeah, if, no. If they, if they want to rip you off, they will charge you what they want to. Yeah, there's, uh, the laws are very flexible <laughs> when it comes, in their favor most and of the my, time. My wallet is not. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's kind of another hard battle to fight because I'm also a record label owner as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like some of the laws that these artists are fighting for, it's like, I'm like, hell yeah wait <laughs> wait <laughs> hell no <laughs> and then i'm like nah you just need to be independent i actually was listening to a podcast the other day and i like it's like the words are so insignificant but the plan behind it is so significant what he said he was like these days i don't know why people are trying to reach for a record label you know unless it's like like what we're doing an independent record label where right you know it's not like i'm just trying to scam everything he's doing but like Imagine the artist back in the day that got a fifteen, ten, fifteen thousand dollar record deal, and now they're in debt to the record label because they didn't make any of it back. Mm-hmm. Well, they're like, dude, just go get a credit card. You know, get your credit up enough, get your um, credit line going good, and then get a credit card, and then be your own label. You know, because like my, I believe, like. I got a credit card that has like a $15,000 limit and then others that don't even have a limit. This uh, like the business cards that I could just run myself. And if I'm going to pay it back, you know, that's going to give me even more motivation to pay it back. And the only person I am paying back is me. It's not like someone like Atlantic's calling my um, freaking grandma trying to figure out where I'm at. Cause I'm ignoring all their calls. Cause I don't want to go to the studio today, you know, yeah. like something like that. But it was just so cool to, to, to just think of it so simple. Like back in the day when I signed, I probably wasted like tens of thousands of dollars on a manager that screwed me over at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could have put that towards something completely different, yeah. you know, or started off with just credit and wouldn't even have to spend it if I made it back in within that time period so it's like i think a lot of artists are so young these days they don't even know about that and i that just goes back to like what we learned in school i didn't learn shit about credit cards i didn't learn shit about really even uh loans like that i would get from school so um i think that if we just taught our younger generation that then it would be a so much more or less of a scam (laughs) like when atlantic signs you or something like that so and that's I think they should teach like a common sense class. Yeah, for sure. I think what what was that dude's name that we learned bills from? Um, he used to tell us to put like put an envelope here, put your money in here. Uh, dang, they ran a whole class on it. He just gotten like some crazy lawsuit. It was um oh 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 man, I, I, it's gonna drive me crazy. Gordon, like, no, it's not Ramsey. I'm no, yeah, he's that. He's that. That's a cooker. <laughs> he's that cook that yells at everybody. <laughs> He's Dude, out, what, oh, is, what his is his name? name? You do y'all oh. didn't learn it in, in high school? Y'all didn't Dave have to, something. Dave uh, Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. See, yes. I knew it was Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, but as dumb as that as those videos were, you know, they're not logical, but at least they're trying he's like trying to be like, hey, like school is one thing, but 
life is a completely other thing. Like I, I have a mortgage now. I have like real bills coming in. My mortgage just got raised up and I'm just like in a position where I'm like, holy shit, y'all are charging people this much, like mm-hmm. out of nowhere. I get bills left and right that I literally have to check to see if um they're real (laughs) for real like once you open a mortgage you're probably going to get like 30 different like important notice pages that you think that you failed everything and then but dude yeah it just gets real that i had no idea that it was going to get like as much as it is yeah and my my, i use that for my son he's the oldest he's uh 20 he'll be 26 Mm. uh this year or 25 i have to do okay i don't know how old i am but uh Smart as he is, I was like, son, I said, if you ever took common sense, you'd fail. Yeah, for real. And that sucks. <laughs> because they, they're so, there's book smart, and then there's, you know, they call, they call it street smart. Yeah. But it's common sense, you know. Yeah. Some people don't have it. Luckily, I was uh, blessed with the street smart, at least a little bit, like, or I can grab a hold of it. Like, when it hits me, I'm like, okay, now I got to really figure out. Um, right. I slacked in school a lot. I'm not stupid at all, but I was that jackass in school that was trying to, make everyone laugh so <laughs> maybe if i paid attention a little more i'd be smarter in my financial endeavors so right, right. You, you live and learn That's, exactly i learned do it sometimes i learned <laughs> i think one point we went back when i really brought bex on board because like it was just me at the beginning and i brought her on board and she's like we got to go through your accounts when we were Smart. spending like thou- over a thousand dollars on alcohol a month <laughs> yeah it was bad pbr like, for everybody yo i for real yeah, it was like, and you're in Atlanta, so I would spend two hundred dollars in a night easily, like just on myself, mm-hmm. and which I was probably spending it on everyone else. I didn't know, but yeah, dude, that that shit'll get away from you real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. So it'll hit you when you need to learn it. <laughs> it'll hit you real hard. See, I was born cheap. I think I just. I, I mean, shoot, I was I was born very like I wasn't born in anything like poor at all because my um my dad was born in a and my mom were born in a very poor family mm-hmm. and like you know moving house to house running from uh m- money loans that they owed and stuff like that but like he had his Fraser charlie davidson business and got uh, money under his belt so i was born like that but still with the same mentality of i never knew that we had money like that you yeah. know other than like having a house having some uh like dirt bikes we had cars i knew that my dad had um, a little bit of money but like when i just um look back on it i'm like dang why didn't you do this and now these days i'm like oh shit now right, i know now why I he didn't do this you know yep. what i'm saying because going out in atlanta for dinner is over a hundred bucks you know so and i was wondering why we didn't eat out at applebee's every night so mm-hmm. would have been way different oh yeah we, yeah my uh my family i said my my and my wife and the twins are still my oldest so he's moved and he's in Warner robbins now mm-hmm. but yeah going out to eat it's so expensive yeah and it's so it's funny because you're talking about before you like you were a big guy and you lost a lot of weight. Well, I, I try to eat healthy, but healthier stuff is oh, more expensive. Oh, way more. Way it's more. stupid. Yeah, I don't... It's I easier mean, to make it. It's more expensive. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say it's easier to make because processed, they just throw whatever the hell they want in it and like it takes away a lot of the actual nutrition shit. But yeah, nah, the healthier food is way more expensive. Right, but if you get a chicken and they grill it or they fry it, it's the same damn chicken exactly. that they put right oh, in on the truck. for sure. Like, <laughs> I, I don't... Have you ever heard of Salada? Okay. Well, it's like a bougie salad bar and literally my salad from there is probably like 13, 14 bucks <laughs> and it's just salad, you know, but it's good. <laughs> hey, it's good. It's that, it's that good thir- $13. Okay. We're going to take you back to Econom. Exactly. <laughs> Dressing's extra though. So $15 rounded up. 
She's going to take all your fancy salad and go get the head of lettuce from Kroger and yeah, like chop it up. There chop you go. It up. No, dude, it's way better when it's made by someone else. It just is. It's the extra love. It's like that old Roseanne episode where she went to um, Darlene shopping and she showed her that she actually took the generic cereal and just put it in a fancy box. No. She didn't know any different. Dude, uh, my homies, uh, a couple of my homies are really just from the projects type shit, and they will not eat regular cereal. Like they, ha- they don't like the taste of regular cereal. They're like the other one just has so much more sugar. I don't like the other one how it's not as sweet. Like they won't eat apple jacks. They eat like uh, cinnamon apple uh, rings or something like that, you know. And I'm like, what the hell are you? Like I'll buy you the apple jacks, dude. And he's like, nah, bro, I don't want it. So, I mean, I guess you just kind of acquire a taste. I was raised in the South, so I really love fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I love a lot of country food, but I really don't eat like my family anymore. I'm on that healthy wave. I have to be. Because if I don't, I'll be 3.30 yep. the next week. So <laughs> Thanksgiving really took a toll on us this year. Really, I think we're still eating Thanksgiving food, which is probably bad. It's like seven days after Thanksgiving. Yeah, they got this through mine out. Yeah, I think we did too, but... We fed Guapo the turkey that was left. (laughs) (laughs) You can take anything, man. Where'd my phone go? Well, let's hear another one of your songs. Let's do it. Which one do you do for your last song? Let's do a a Guap vote. What song do you want to hear? Do you want to hear Drunk Part 2 or you want to hear... You want to hear Drunk Part 2? Yeah, out of those choices, I think that was the best one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> drunk part two is more of a um this is really a time when because when my dad passed away i was actually like pretty independent like so i was like 14 years old and all i had was like my mom and my sister so i became the quote-unquote man of the house which i probably shouldn't have been people were just like pushing me on to like be there for my mom and stuff mm-hmm. which I don't regret at all um because I love them both to death but like it really took a lot out on me as a human being like I don't really know what it feels like to just be in my own happiness you know I kind of just get really caught up in the sadness because I was taking on everyone's sadness back in the day and I think that kind of like stuck with me when I got older and now that I can drink now that I'm access to a lot of stuff like that it's really hard to handle in my part like because I didn't have freedom back in the day where I could just do whatever I wanted like I I probably did abuse a lot a lot back in the day but now it's even worse when I get on my benders and stuff like I really have to ring it back in and remind myself that you can't just drink away your problems you know and I still haven't like I'm sitting here acting like I found the answer to it but I haven't Um, but I can just tell that my addictive personality was definitely brought on from like a way younger age than when I started drinking alcohol it just became another outlet like music was and then this song is pretty much about like pretty much dealing with the breakup by drinking you know what I'm saying and probably isn't the best advice but definitely went through it a few times so I said live and learn live and learn live and learn let's listen to it
put me in Why you blocking all my cars? Like you ain't about to pick up up when I come and get you Body in the seven Why your friends call my phone Like I ain't got the nerve to tell you who they said Touchdown, tell me when you touchdown Touchdown, how I'm on the run now Why you make it hard to break Suffocate blood on my knees I know the nights that I died This shit was gonna break <laughs> Now, sometimes I think it's still doing Cause I'm gonna take my own advice Until then, I'm drunk and wet That's like my, isn't that my most popular song now? I think, uh, I think it just overtook. Yeah, sixty-three thousand. Sixty-three. Wow. So it it overtook my last popular one, but yeah, no, that one's been riding. I I really love, um, I love that song. I don't know why. It's It's a very skater vibe to it. Yeah, exactly. And I did not skate. My cousins (laughs) did. So like, it's so weird. All the shit that like I am now is like. A product of what I was influenced by as a kid, but I was never part of it. Like I was just the sideline um, person to watch it, and I just because I was hung out with people older than me, so I, of course I wanted to be like them. But I just didn't have the ability at that time. Like I was probably dipping uh, wintergreen uh, Copenhagen <laughs> when I was like fourteen. You know what I'm saying? Getting drunk off of like uh, four locos and uh, straight natty lights when I was fifteen. So it's like I think I just wanted to be. Um, just like them so I kind of got the influences from like my cousin I think he was a huge skateboarder back in the Mm -hmm. day like at least that's what he really loved to do Um, and then my other cousin was a dirt bike rider but that's the one thing I did so I think it's cool that I got to take from a bunch of people and like mix it into what I am today because I'm a completely different person from what I was as a young kid like used to be a little redneck kid I I really did like uh, used to be out in the woods all the time riding dirt bikes um never hunting but i was a little redneck so <laughs> but then i was just like pushed into the city and i just fell in love with the culture of just any city yeah you know so i just i felt like this was the route for me to take you know i'd never lose the ways of where i was because you know my family won't let me right. uh, yeah they will not let me at all so to come home with like the painted fingernails and stuff like that it was kind <laughs> of a it was a kind of different um like um mood around the house for a little while but i just like i was like this is just me you know i'm still an old kid but i've just progressed to be who i am yeah so. see my my dad was alive 
if I came home with any of that stuff, like an earring or nothing, yeah. he'd yank that thing out in a Oh, yeah, my dad, if he was still here, I I probably wouldn't be the person that I am today at all, which is, like, one of the, a shit, like one of the shittiest facts about it. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, he w- he probably wouldn't approve of a lot of stuff. I I mean, he would he would get to learn it, but then again, I probably wouldn't be on this route if he was still here. Yeah. So it's like I had to lose something to really become who I am, and it sucks at the point. But I think that like there was a purpose for it in life, you know, because uh, by the time he passed away, he's he'd accomplished everything he wanted to do. You know, and I think it's just my turn to carry that on for what I want to do. You know, starting from the ground just like he did and making it to the top. So that's a that's a good segue. To what I was, was going to ask you then. And about, what do you see yourself in like five years? Ooh, on a boat somewhere. <laughs> not um, really in five years. I um, dang, it's really hard to tell because I want to take it to a lot of places, man. I want to. I don't really want to be locked down to one place. I want to be traveling a bunch mm-hmm. and not just traveling for leisure. I want to be traveling for moves like to see like see the world and see how they work in different places i think it's so amazing like we have different like k-pop culture is insane it's almost like a army boot camp compared to like what a hip-hop artist would go through over here like you know selling weed to make it by and then like over there they're literally at like five years old put into a camp to be a k-pop artist and they may (laughs) never be a k-pop artist so it's like but in five years, I really want to be exactly who we are, but to have the big support behind us, you know? Um, I never want to switch it up from being like, we're not an underground feel, but we're a very home feel and accepting feel. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like that's what the music industry is missing is acceptance, you know? Cause I've met so many talented people and then I've seen so many shitty talented people, you know, like get put on. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they may get a little bit like more money at that time than anything else but like guapo's songs are going to be playing you know way long after we're gone you know my songs are going to be running way long after i'm gone and i can't say that about a bunch of pop and artists right now so we're willing to take our time and kind of be the underdogs in other people's eyes because we don't have that backing yet but um I want to just, you know, obviously expand the team. I want to have in-house production as much as possible because we have in-house engineering and everything. Mm-hmm. Keep the same team, get a little workload off of Bex's back because she does a lot for us. So um, I think sh- she would have the better roles. Like she probably has a whole sheet of who she wants on the team <laughs> in a couple of years. But um, yeah, man, I don't really want to change a lot. Um, I like the way that we're moving now, steadily and strong, um, but we just need the people behind us. You know, We have the fans and stuff, but it's just like the music industry is almost like flooded with, right now, which I think it's about to change to where like the floodiness will you know, dry out and um, we won't get like the Island Boys popping up on stages that, I don't know if you know the Island Boys, uh. Uh, don't look them up. Just, <laughs> just don't, please don't give them a stream. But um, you know we won't have people like that there'll always be those little you know mini pop stars but i think right now is like a huge turning point for people like us that have been working for it that love music that love falling in love with an artist rather than falling in love with the trap beats and pop beats you know like my favorite artists are people that i can sit there and like cry to you know what i'm saying like if i go through if i'm like drunk and like you put on a certain song and i'll just start thinking about shit i might not cry but dude i'll get like in my feelings so it's like that's hugging up some some guy (laughs) yeah some guy i'll I'll call bambi and tell him to come over (laughs) with the poppers (laughs) 
but no nah, dude i'm telling you i'm sad man i i really am just an emotional person so like music was so emotional to me that i want to take that the genuine um point behind our music and put that in the forefront rather than trying to hop on the commercial wave and stuff like yeah. that but um i think that that's like our main goal is to keep it genuine you know yeah. i don't ever want to change from that and i think you're already that kind of got to start that way and, and that's what a lot of people need to understand and even i could be better at it is getting a team yeah because i'm i'm so damn stubborn like you're asking me how i got uh i don't know what you called it now the SEO yeah. for the Georgia Songbirds. I don't know. I just kept you have no idea. Kept exactly, going. exactly. And it's cool because I got blessed when Beck started doing this. I paid her nothing, you know, like because I wasn't making anything. So right. it's like I didn't have the choice to do that. And now we're just getting within the past like year, we're getting to the point where like you know it doesn't happen every month on time because that's just how we we've rolled for a little bit, mm -hmm. but you know i'm getting the chance to pay her for what she does like i'm getting the chance to, we're getting the chance to make a lot of money off of these concerts we're winning like getting radio spins and stuff like that so i really got to start with a team that was actually dedicated to it before it was like hey i'm the best ar in town give me a thousand bucks a week and i'll get you four shows every weekend you know what i'm saying it's like i had a team that went from people laughing at us or no one being at the shows at one in the morning when we got promised a spot at 10 o'clock but we paid already so we can't leave you know my mom has to go home she has work in the morning but i really have people that love what they do because if they didn't you know they would be completely tired of me by now so it's like i don't know you just got to find your right people man like just don't if you don't feel like it's a right fit just move on you know after that because the shit is draining already so it's like to have people that would drain around you would drain everything else is not good it yeah. will not be good for you but a team is very needed for every artist out there that doesn't have at least another person helping them get another person helping you because i would never like i think she's logged into like all my social media accounts and like she doesn't do anything with them at most points but like i wouldn't answer anyone's dms or anything if she wasn't like hey did you get back to blah 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 or like we have a whole calendar set up to where i know exactly what i'm doing for like the next four months you mm -hmm. know at least like key points and artists miss like we have people book studio time and they'll be an hour late you yeah, know and it's that. like it's like dude you pay like I, we don't give them another hour you know? no. <laughs> unless it's like you know it's like really one of our close friends and like we know something happened and stuff but like we've just never maneuvered like that and that's what the game is missing is professional shit you know people who really like it and they're not doing it for just the money and that's yeah. the same one that's going to wonder why they're not exactly. farther along in career. Because I always think if you're not early, you're late. Yeah, for sure. And now I can I can attest we are late a lot. Not late a lot, but we're pushing it a lot just because we've gotten more busy. Yeah. But that with the team will come like a lot better. Like today we had to like, where did we go this morning? Oh, we went and did, we went. And shout out my homie, uh, Vintaging Company. They're really cool. They sell like vintage um, used clothes, but they're like not, you know, some of them are shitty clothes, mm -hmm. not like stain wise. And then some of them are like relics. Like they have like really good, really cool clothes. But we had to drive all the way to where, what county were they in? They were next to Morrow, Morrow County or something like that. And then it was like an hour and 30 minutes to you. And we still hadn't eaten. So we stopped and ate and then we pushed it to get all <laughs> the way up here. And I think we pulled up like two minutes before we were supposed to be here, which if it was back in the day when I didn't have anything going on, I tried to be here 10 minutes early. But it does get hard, but we try to 
you know, stick to the schedule because that's what people will remember. If we would have showed up an hour late to this, you know, you would have been pissed. So yeah. it's like, you it's, might not have made it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would have just been like, yeah, I'm not at the gazebo anymore. So no. <laughs> go to the next driveway. They'll probably have one. But we really do try to keep it professional, everything that we do. Well, thank you guys for coming up. Oh, no. This, this thank was, you this for sure. Fun. Yeah, no. And it's, it's getting dark and I see people, some ghosts over there. Yeah, you're hearing stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do. I don't see nobody going to the bathroom in the dark. Yeah, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Well, I'm going to turn my car lights on. Dude, no, nah, but I really appreciate you having us in Guapo's. Really excited to be on the next one, you know. Um, and Bex, when she told me about this, and I haven't listened to y'all's podcast, but I really started, we listened to it during our day of like send outs and stuff, and we really got into it. And you put us on like, a couple really good artists so i appreciate you for doing what you do like a taking a chance on people you know yeah, i said i write too i've been yeah. i've been writing since i was 15 years old yeah and it's not like a lot of people will do that but you have uh you know you're really good at this like i don't usually just have genuine conversations with a lot i mean i will but like this was a lot more comfortable than anything you know i didn't just have to talk about music we just because that's all i talk about <laughs> and exactly and when i started doing that and you're going to hear if you listen to podcasts we're going to talk about the same stuff it yeah. comes up because the music is is what brings everybody up mm -hmm. so everybody has that in common yeah. So it's always going to lead to the stories that I have to I try to get where that we can bond and talk about stuff. Otherwise, yeah. and I've had this happen. I've had people come up here and they talk and literally like one word answers, and I'm dragging the conversation out of. Them. No. I didn't have to do that with you. Yeah. No, dude. I'll I will literally talk all day. It's so bad. It's <laughs> like because I for 120 percent have ADHD. So it's like when you give me a mic or something like that, I probably won't shut up. And then. If you give Guapo a cacti, he really won't shut up. So, like, <laughs> like, the, bro, he'll sing all day. Every time he goes to the restroom, he'll sing. So, it's like we're a very talkative group. Just be man. careful what microphone you use in the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> all the toilet paper's gone when I go in there. It's just slung all over the bathroom from using the, the roll as a microphone. The hole in his side, that's not a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, no, I really do appreciate you having us up here. It was awesome. So tell everybody where they can find you guys at. Oh, you can find me. Every social media account is It's Swish, B-I-H, so I-T-S, S-W-I-S-H, B-I-H. And then um, when you search for me on the music, you money sign W-I-S-H, so money wish, and then type in, like, lonely honestly it'll probably come up but money sign wish drunk part two you know that's that's my latest single that's the one that's hitting um a lot of people's ears right now i think y'all said it just hit like sixty thousand. and i think it was 60, yeah. 63 so it just overtook like my biggest one with a couple other artists and so you know get on the new vibe you know i think pop rock is really what a lot of people are missing uh because it's a mix like like you said i think i call it a mutt mix type thing that's a, your music mutt, mutt music. music or whatever yeah <laughs> i'm a perfect mix for that dude um because i don't like just the same song every time so if you're really just trying to hear some person that's trying to put his heart on the track every time look us up money sign wish <laughs> now i'm not letting you go yet because you've heard so you know where i'm going with this oh yeah I now know it. we've already talked about it earlier so you're about to do a, a freestyle off of something on youtube okay but we've been talking for about was about an hour and a half yeah oh um, like that so tell everybody a hidden talent because we, we know a lot about you now okay a hidden talent i have none i make good music um <laughs> dude i'm fucking fire at mixing music everything has to do with music with me because yeah. i've just circled around it um 
oh, y'all help me. What is something cool? Am I cool? <laughs> Am I really not cool enough to think of a hidden talent, bro? I can ride a dirt bike. Is that a talent? No. <laughs> Screw y'all. It's not a... I'm extremely photogenic. That's not a hidden talent. Damn it. <laughs> I can make some bussin' oatmeal. Like, I really could cook, yeah, but oh, um, I'm addicted to oatmeal. Is that a hidden talent? That, uh, that you can cook is a talent. Yeah. That's a hidden talent. That's not something music we've talked about. I so. know. Dang, bro. <laughs> I can build a studio. <laughs> I built it with my hands. Um, I could pin tap. Never. Oh, a pin tap. So you make a beat with like a pin and oh, like you okay. beat on the. No. People used to get aggravated with me when I used to. Oh, do yeah. That. I used to go to detention like <laughs> every day. Um, I'm good at getting in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't have a bunch of hidden talents because I try to showcase them every time I can, really. I always tell my wife I'm too old to get in trouble now. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I gave don't. her a card that sang I'm sorry. So, really? like, here, anytime I'm in trouble, open your card. There you go. <laughs> now I'm out of it. Now, we're going to go to the freestyle. I'm okay. going to pull up a random trap beat or something and let you go. Oh, my Town. gosh, man. This is going to be this, great. This be let me talk fun. some uh, really good vibes in the air real quick yeah. before I So while I'm searching, give, your, uh, give everybody your uh, social media and all that stuff one more time. Uh, social media is at I-T-S-S-W-I-S-H-B-I-H. So literally, it's swish B. <laughs> Try to keep it clean for everything. You can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, title at uh, Money Sign Wish, Money Sign W I S H, and then everything should pop up. Um, I got a new track out, Drunk Part Two. It's hitting 62. I forgot the number already, but it's hitting 60,000 streams. So keep running it up. How can you forget the number when you have all these songs that you remember the words to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but numbers and words are completely different, <laughs> and it changes I all, all the time. Them, so. <laughs> Changes all the time. All right, here we go. Let's see what this is. Not that. There we go. <laughs> Got commercial. The ad. Bump, 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 bump. Oh, dang. <laughs> I'm going to put it here so they can hear it, too. Got it. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I might just spaz out of shows. I am the best in the shows. I came in this bitch with clothes on, you wouldn't find in the stoves, Hey, this is what I do every day, yeah, I don't push it my way, yeah, hold up, let me get back to it, Hey, yeah, guapo, why you so ugly, boy, Hey, yeah, heard you really ugly, boy, Hey, yeah, green shirt on, <laughs> okay, next beat, let's do one more other beat, <laughs> but that was my 30 seconds of fame, let me get another beat real quick, hey, I started off pretty hard, you did dog. good, I didn't know where that was going, you, I don't know where that came from, you could tell when you got lost, because you started making fun of Guapo, yeah, hey, listen, I will make fun of him all night if I have to, <laughs> I'll do one more beat, or a couple more, whatever you want me to do, all right, we'll do one more, let's here we do go. one more, there we go, whichever one's better, we'll put it on, <laughs> Ah, right, here we go. Watch this one just be trash. This is my rap shit. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Who want to smoke? Hey. Pull up with pause. Hey. This should go. Hey. Hey. That should go. Whoa. Hey. Yeah. I am the best in this game, yeah I do not hang out with lays, Hey, All of this motherfucking fame that I'm chasing I don't care about the change, yeah Wait, 
that shit was backwards. I really want all that money like backwards. I wanna take it up. Ah, uh, yeah, wait, Guapo was ugly, ugly the <laughs> bastard. Hey. <laughs> Hey, listen, listen, I can't get my secrets out. Everyone's going to be like, oh, he's talking about Guapo. He's out of it. He's, he's choking. He's choking. Mom's spaghetti all over his sweater. <laughs> I should have just wrapped that shit. I was like, Mom's spaghetti vomit on the sweater already. <laughs> no, nah, but really there we good. go. See, I used to, um, but you gave me a couple uh, Bud Light Platinums. Oh, I'll make you a whole album. <laughs> I will make you a... Me and Guapo will go back and forth and make you a whole collab album. But, um... Dude, I need to get back to freestyling. That just reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, dude, I really appreciate you coming... Or letting us come out here and, um... Express who we really are. So, Not dude. a problem. I, I had fun. Yeah, that was it. fun. It was started out light and now it's dark. So. I told you by the time we finish, you'll be, be here by the, la the light of the Mac. So. Dude, it is crazy how quiet it is out here. Like, uh -huh. it's just so quiet. Yeah, in Atlanta, you'll hear drag races going on at 3 in the morning, so. Yeah, you ain't gonna hear that out here. You're gonna hear foxes running around. And you, you hear gunshots hear... a lot out here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. Some of the older podcasts are the ones that are on the bird's nest, if you listen yeah. to them. You'll hear gunfire going off because what? it's like during summers, people are just shooting their guns. Yeah, you'll hear gunfire going off at our house, too, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're shooting deer. <laughs> That's the most crazy thing about it, man. Gunshots everywhere. You just don't know which one to run from. <laughs> No, I love Atlanta, though. Sorry, Atlanta. I didn't mean to trash you like that. <laughs> but it is way quieter out here than yep. it is in the city. I couldn't live. I couldn't live in the city. I just couldn't. Oh, dude, it's amazing. Oh, I'm, yeah, but where I live is like right outside. It's not right outside the city because I'm in between the south side of, I'm, you know where Lakewood Amphitheater is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, that's my backyard. So okay. I'm like in between the city and the airport. And like right now, especially all the leaves have fallen off the trees. So from my backyard, you can see the whole skyline. And like, so we're about... 15 to 25 minutes on a heavy traffic day to the city okay. so like, i like being able to go in and go out now from here and i guess this do you go into the city at all not atlanta i try to stay <laughs> out of atlanta i was about to say that's like a day trip or a couple day trip for y'all y'all would have to go out there and rent a place stay we're literally like slap in the middle of atlanta and chattanooga yeah so, i said I, I said dang we could have went to oh, i said florida but that was completely wrong i was like we could have went to florida by the time we came out here <laughs> she's like nah it's only been an hour <laughs> i'm like i guess i'm just used to traveling 10 15 minutes every time yep he gets pulled with it but yeah. thank you guys again for coming up well, no, i look forward you. to your interview Guapo. And Bex, are you going to come in here and rap now? It's your turn. Drop a beat. Uh, panic. Panic. Uh, panic. I'm, I'm going to try to remember that you can sing Tennessee Whiskey and have you do it when we yeah, get, yeah. get up here. For real. I'll put money on it. It's going to be the best one you got. It may not be better than me. You should have got me to cover that. <laughs> Tennessee Whiskey. <laughs> I'm going to throw another Stapleton song at you then because I'll, I'll cover Cold. That's one of the songs I cover in a band is Cold. Because my voice, you talked about earlier, whiskey, and that's what my voice sounds like anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys again for coming. Thank you. I'm going to let you guys go so you can go get some foods, and you got a long drive ahead of you, too. Yes, and it's getting cold. Yes. <laughs> oh, you haven't been out here in cold. Dog, dude. Cold. Aaron Richard, me and him are on our hands. It was 18 degrees out here. Dude. That's I, why I decided to build a studio. <laughs> I cannot do cold ever since I lost my weight. Like, I don't get how skinny people did it. Like, not me. <laughs> no, sir, but thank you. Thank you again so much. All right, everybody. That was Swish, yes, and this is the Georgia Songbirds. <laughs>